Welcome back, everyone, to WKOK Sunrise. Matt Catrillo here with you. We're talking geisinger Shemokin and its impact on the coal region and really this entire valley. And joining us on the line now is Michael Morgan, the Administrative Director of geisinger Shemokin Area Community Hospital, and Dr. Michael Fitzpatrick, Geisinger's co-chair of emergency medicine. Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us. So first, I want to start with how things have been factoring, especially during this pandemic. And, of course, Geisinger-Danville, Geisinger-Shemokin has been dealing with a number of COVID-related patients. So how has the Shemokin campus factored into Geisinger's overall safety protocols during the pandemic? We'll start with uh, Michael on this one. Shemokin has been a really important part of, um, of our resources as we address the needs of the community. Uh, as a system, we've leveraged our, our economy of scale, our size and, and expertise to, to try and keep, keep the community uh, informed and safe as we work through this together. Um, Shemokin uh, Hospital allows us to keep care local and really reach out to those uh, patients in this area uh, and take care of their, their um, concerns uh, in, in their own homes, in their backyards, as it were. Um, as a system, uh, Geising has tried to follow the CDC and Department of Health um, guidelines as closely as possible. We have our own internal um, experts on infectious disease and such, but we really try to keep ourselves aligned with uh, the CDC and Department of Health. Uh, as such, we standardized our processes, and so the care you get um, at any of our hospitals uh, will, will be the latest and the uh, most, uh, most up-to-date uh, approach. Uh, so Shemokin allows us to, uh, to to go into the communities of Shemokin, Mount Carmel, and, and, and this area uh, and really treat patients where they are. And then for either one of you, at, at the current juncture, of course, we're knee-deep in this current surge because of the Delta variant and others. So how has staffing been as far as trying to deal with this latest surge? I know there's obviously a number of patients up at Geisinger-Danville, but there's still a good amount at Geisinger-Shemokin, too. So how do the two hospitals kind of work back and forth to make sure that nobody's overwhelmed? Let's start with uh, Dr. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, so Dr. Fitzpatrick gave the last uh, response, and so I'm happy to happy to jump in here. So, you know, for, for us, I mean, this is not just a, a, you know, a local issue, but a nationwide issue in terms of, you know, some staffing challenges. And it's something that we're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, you know, we do look at, you know, leveraging our, you know, regional flow pools to be able to make sure that we have the, the proper support staff to be able to, you know, put them in the right location at the right time given, um, you know, the current situation in any of our hospitals and or units. Um, do, we do spend a lot of time um, as a regional team meeting with our, you know, nursing leaders, our other, you know, staffing leaders um, to be able to um, make sure that we're, you know, knowing where the needs are and, you know, talking through, you know, where, where's the, the best place to place them. So um, certainly uh, we have our own set of challenges in terms of staffing, but, you know, we have a, a very strong leadership team that's been working through uh, those challenges on a day-to-day -day basis. Michael, anything to add to that? It's really a very dynamic um, environment. Uh, we, the, the, the virtue of being a system is we can shift resources and, and address needs, and I think that's key. We, we work very closely uh, and, I, and I'll say kind of seamlessly as the Central Division and the Northeast Division and such to, to see where uh, the greatest needs are and, and shift resources as, um, as necessary. Uh, the whole point is to make care easy, uh, to, to uh, find people and patients where they're at and, and care for them. And genuinely, 
uh, listen and be aware of the, lo the local nuances uh, in care that, that, that apply to a, to a group. Uh, so if we need OR resources in one place, we can, we can, we can kind of pivot. Uh, if we need ED resources in, a, in, a, in another area, we can pivot. Uh, but it's really uh, been a blessing to work with some terrific people who uh, remain creative and flexible. Now heading back to Dr. Fitzpatrick, and of course, Michael, feel free to comment on this too afterwards, as to how the current state is as far as scheduling surgical procedures at Geisinger Shemokin, working with Geisinger Danville on these certain things as you mitigate the spread of COVID-19. I know we've heard from Dr. J. Juan Rue, president and CEO in the past, as mentioning that it's kind of like a, a dial-up or dial-down type of feel, depending on how, patient, how many patients are being dealt with as far as the COVID surge goes. So where does that stand currently at this point, especially at Geisinger Shemokin, Dr. Fitzpatrick? Sure. So this is Mike Morgan. I'll, I'll actually take the lead on this question. We've uh, done a lot in terms of our surgical procedures. I mean, Geisinger Shemokin Area Community Hospital has been doing procedures here locally for, for uh, you know, decades. And so we're, you know, at a point now where we've done a lot of things and putting protocols in place um, that we're, you know, leveraging to make sure that, you know, we're minimizing the risk of patients, visitors, staff members. Now, um, we've done things such as, you know, doing pre-surgical COVID testing, proper masking of patients, visitors, and staff. I mean, that's just a few um, of the, you know, the many conventions that we have put in place to, you know, make sure that no matter who's coming in the doors is, is remaining safe. Um, you know, we've done, we've talked a lot about, you know, how we balance the need to provide care for those with COVID while also continuing to care uh, for patients with, you know, any other health needs. Um, we've certainly done a lot of work in terms of dialing up services, you know, up and down, like kind of like a dimmer switch, uh, depending on what we're seeing in our hospitals that has really kept us flexible and keeping our patients safe. I, you know, other things have certainly been put in place that, you know, I think have, have proven very beneficial to, uh, you know, the, the spread and keeping our staff here healthy and, you know, not having to take off for quarantine because of having um, COVID exposure. You know, those things obviously being, um, you know, proper requirements and masking, managing visitation to keep a safe environment. And uh, one of the things that we've really done is leveraging our telehealth uh, services uh, for appointments when appropriate so that patients, uh, you know, can do these types of services in their own home in a safe environment. And also, you know, not potentially exposing our staff to those, to any unnecessary uh, risks. And it's certainly great to hear, and because of that, I know we've got a bright future ahead for Geisinger Schmokin Area Community Hospital with the current ER department upgrades that are going to be getting underway, or if not underway soon. So, Michael and Dr. Fitzpatrick, if you have anything to add, feel free to do so. But where, do, where does all those upgrades and the start of that construction stand at this point? Well, I, we've already started. Uh, that's the, the good news. Uh, there's been several enabling projects that we had to complete um, so that we could continue um, our, our service is uninterrupted, and we want to assure everyone that uh, we remain open and full service uh, and, uh, and, and ready to care for them, even as we, as we uh, try and improve our infrastructure. Uh, the uh, enabling projects have been done over the past um, uh, six-plus months, uh, and we actually started working on the ED proper uh, in August. Uh, we anticipate that it could take uh, up until 2023 before the, uh, the facility is completely uh, where we want it to be. Uh, but I uh, want to, again, emphasize that services continue uninter uninterrupted. Uh, so we're really excited. It's going to expand to a 19-bed uh, unit 
uh, with a including a five uh, bed fast track area, and the other areas will be uh, private, uh, enabling us to, to keep, take care of the patients uh, and their families um, in, in a very uh, intimate and, and private and uh, and and sensitive way. Um, our infrastructure now has uh, been functional, and uh, frankly, we've had great people who just uh, quote unquote make it work. Uh, and uh, we've grown, uh, but it's time that we improve our infrastructure so that we can we can continue to give the the care we want to give to our to our patients. Having this facility in Chamokin, just a short drive or even a walk away for some residents right there for immediate care for something like that, and now to add this ex- extension in just a few short years, what is this going to mean to the greater Chamokin area to really have this this beautiful this facility that'll be fully upgraded with with a lot more to offer now yeah so I, I think a, a very important note here is that you know we are we're building this to right size to our, our current and future volumes so you know we you know acknowledge that we have a very small space um, non-privatized areas which we just need to get to a private room model where it's you know a lot um, a much better experience for our providers nurses staffing and, and most importantly our patients um, so I think uh, a very interesting note, we had a contracted um, consultant come in a few years back, and uh, when they evaluated the emergency department here at uh, Geisinger Schmokin Air Community Hospital, they were just flabbergasted at the amount of uh, volume that we had seen um, here within, within a year. You know, typically we floated between 25,000 ED visits annually, and for an ED that is only nine beds, um, there's only nine beds. That is something that is uh, completely unheard of. Typically, a nine-bed unit would be able to accommodate about 16,000 ED visits annually. So, um, very important that we get this, you know, right this time, so we can right-size it for the amount of volume that we're coming here, so that we can help with our throughput um, and getting patients seen timely and, and you know, in a, in a very aesthetically pleasing environment. And then, Dr. Fitzpatrick, what's been your view in, in kind of seeing all this develop and now starting to see it come to fruition as this project begins and what this is going to mean at its completion for the future of the health system in general, especially in this part of central Pennsylvania? Oh, it's exciting. Um, uh, you know, I, I started um, working in this emergency department, I think, in 2014, uh, to my memory, and um, I came over uh, after working mostly at um, in Danville, uh, and I was really... Um, I was really impressed. Uh, the, the the level of care uh, has been outstanding. It's it's I say it, it, in, in all honesty, it's a pleasure to 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 uh, work shoulder to shoulder with the uh, the staff here in the emergency department and throughout the rest of the facility. Uh, their commitment to the community um, is really um, palpable. Uh, they are the community, uh, and 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 this is kind of the reward I think uh, for all the good work we've done over the years is to to finally uh, put into um, uh, put in, into a, a, a tangible um, infrastructure uh, what we've needed and what uh, and what we've asked for for uh, for the last few years. So I think this is uh, really a recognition of the work that's been done, uh, and I think the community is going to be impressed. Uh, we've improved our services uh, since um, over the last five plus years, so we're doing more and more things here at Shemokin. Uh, and we want to keep care local. We've partnered with the, our community partners and practices 
so that uh, you can keep your family doctor and uh, we'll work seamlessly with them to make sure that uh, we provide the care you want in the community. So I'd use the word exciting, uh, and I say that uh, with, um, uh, in all honesty. It's been a, uh, an honor and a pleasure to work here uh, over the years and to, to, to see this uh, kind of a commitment by the system to this facility is, um, is, really, is really great. And then finally, for either one of you, I know obviously we have all the, the COVID outreach initiatives that are, that are out there for the public. Anything else to share as far as this goes with, with Geisinger Shemokin and, and what's to come as far as reaching out to the community to know that this is there for them? Well, we hope uh, outstanding care. Uh, if you need us, um, uh, we like to say that, I don't like to say it, but we, it's true that we kind of sometimes see people on their worst day, on the worst day of the year, or perhaps the worst day of their lives. So. Uh, we're here, and um, you won't have to drive anywhere uh, outside of your own community. You'll be taken care of by, uh, by likely people you know, your neighbors. Um, and we're going to provide uh, really high-quality, uh, state-of-the-art care. Uh, we'll do so um, with our own expertise, and we'll do so by leverage, leveraging technology. Um, we'll uh, employ people in the community. Uh, that's uh, been a, a major, uh, um, uh, I think, a sense of accomplishment that we've done this here with uh, with community resources and community people uh, and and not um, and not uh, taking care elsewhere so what can the community expect just continued um, uh, good service uh, that when they show up they're going to be um, they're going to be seen by well-qualified people working as a team uh, and if they need some uh, other more advanced care than we can provide it'll happen seamlessly and we'll get you that care that, that you need so I, I hope that um, that if you do have to come to the hospital, uh, you're, you're going to be impressed. Uh, I hope it's something minor uh, that we can reassure you, take care of you, and uh, and send you on your way to enjoy your uh, your family and your life. But yeah, I, I think uh, the community um, can expect uh, good things from this hospital uh, and great things from this facility. Well, certainly exciting times ahead for Geisinger area Shemokin Community Hospital, so we, we definitely look forward to that. Michael Morgan, Administrative Director of Geisinger Shemokin Area Community Hospital. Dr. Michael Fitzpatrick, Geisinger's co-chair of emergency medicine. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a pleasure.